1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The Scottish Government's questioning Celtic's decision to head to Dubai for a winter training camp Leon Balogun's warning against complacency following Rangers' old firm win And the transfer window creaks open with St Mirren moving for Eamon Brophy And speculation about Declan Gallagher's future I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yeah indeed, the First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has waded into the row over Celtic's trip to Dubai this week Gordon She says the trip to the United Arab Emirates Is worthy of investigation Meanwhile Callum McGregor says they are Working hard Training hard And getting ready for the second half Of the season No room for R&R in this show does No room for what? Oh, I knew I knew he wouldn't know what that meant As soon as those words left your lips I thought uh, this is wasted on him Yeah I've been anyway, right over my head Doesn't matter okay. just, just see what you like no, no Roger's right I think the talking points are about uh, Celtic's training camp Gordon um, a lot of people say You know they were given the permission to go A lot of people sitting the other way Going well hold on a minute Pandemic everything that's going on 19 points behind Where are you in this? That's a big question Where where do you stand with this? But I think a lot of people thought It's been a bad PR one 0141-951-1025 What do you think though? It's all well and good Hearing what Roger Hanna and Gordon Dale think But what do you think? Far more important I'm sure you'll agree So give us a call Or tweet us at Clyde SSB We're here until 8 o'clock And we'll try our best To get around all the big talking points of the day Roger Hanna this, um, We don't have a winter break this season But this is about as close as we've got Given the relentless schedule that we've Experienced in this part of the world with internationals and then Europa League games and midweek Premiership matches, um, this is this feels a bit like a winter break. We've got this mini, mini period without any games. Yeah, um, there could have been games as well mm. this midweek. You know, um, had Celtic not gone to Dubai, there would have been an opportunity to play one of the three games that they have in hand. Um, of course, you know, St Mirren and Hamilton and Motherwell and Kilmarnock are all waiting on the outcome of their own. Uh, investigations to whether those games will be replayed or who will get the points. So, had that been hastened, this could have been a, a free midweek. Because once again, after this weekend, we, we are back into a busy spell of fixtures again. Gordon Diel, it's a, it's a, like I say, it's not, it's not quite a winter break, but it's a, a junction in the season, if you like. It's the end of, of the calendar year, the end of twenty twenty. We're very much over the halfway point for most of the clubs. How do you feel about? The season so far Obviously the top Of the table Would take in Most of your attention I'd imagine Yeah I think uh, Looking at the top It'd be very hard To deny that Rangers will probably Going to be champions Gordon um, I know that There's some Celtic supporters And even the Celtic manager Believe that can be Clawed back But it would take A almighty fall By Rangers I just can't see It happening 20 odd games in not lost a game You know the way they're playing Even in the weekend They weren't at their best Against a really good Celtic team On the day And still come out with the three points I think there's worries Especially for our club At the bottom of league No manager Players really looking to leave In the January window But big important players for us um, And the run of fixtures coming up And with Hamilton getting a good result, Ross County getting a little bit of confidence with John Hughes, St Myrna flying just now. So I think January is a massive month because clubs will try to use this transfer window, which is always known not to be the greatest, not to be the strongest. 
But sometimes it could be the one that could save your season. How important will this January be, Roger? And I feel like it's always the team that's chasing that's going to get the focus here. So will Celtic do business? Do they need to? Will Will Neil Lennon still be the manager come the end of the month? You know, there are various questions there for Rangers. I'm, I'm sure they would rather just keep their heads down and, and get on with it. Yeah, um, I think Neil Lennon will be in charge. Um, my belief is he'll be in charge at least until the end of the season. Um, he's already said um, he'll look for a centre-half. Christopher Julian's going to be out for three or four months. Um, there's a suspension coming here. Beaton misses the game against Hibs on Monday night after his old firm red card. So I think Celtic will look to do business, whether that's the only business they look to do, whether there is outgoing business as well from Celtic, mm. because there are players that I think the club would Look to unload And there are ones who As Neil Lennon has said Since I ate the Ferenc Varos defeat There are ones who Don't really want to be there In the long term 0141-951-1025 That is the number You need to have your say You can tweet at Clyde SSB So let's get stuck in Only one place to start today I'm sure you'll agree Nicola Sturgeon uh, Things you never thought You would say On Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard By the way But let's hear from the First Minister uh, She says Photos that she's seen Of Celtic players and staff Raise questions About whether they're complying With social distancing rules In Dubai She's also questioning Their reason for being there And says It should be looked into For me the question for Celtic um, And you know I'll try to be diplomatic here um, Is not so much Are they Overseas at a training camp, it may be given the change circumstances uh, in future that won't be uh, appropriate. But that's not really the question. It's it, what is the purpose of them being there? I've seen a comment from the club that said it's more for R and R than it is for training. I've also seen some photographs, and I, you know, can only comment on what I've seen. I, I don't know the full circumstances that would raise a question in my mind about whether all the rules of what elite uh, players have to do within their bubbles around social distancing are being complied with. So I think there are things there that, that should be looked into. Very complex, Roger, because there's so many layers here that depends. People are annoyed about lo lots of different parts of it, and I'm sure we'll try our best to pick through them. At a very basic level, you've got, are Celtic allowed to go? Are, are they allowed to be there? And it seems the answer to that is yes. Yeah, I mean, without they, doubt the answer is they've, yes. They've, they've not sneaked off in the hope that no, no. one noticed. No. Then it's about what are you allowed to do when you're there? Are you behaving in an appropriate manner when you're there? And then Nicola Sturgeon's adding, why are you there? Was it really necessary? And then, of course, there's the other bit. There's the emotional bit. There's, hold on, you're 19 points behind. Is it really appropriate? Hold on, I've spent 600 quid on season tickets and I'm watching you sitting in Dubai. So there's so many strands to this. Well, listen, I'll deal with the 19 points behind aspect of it first, Gordon. Um, people are saying Oh they shouldn't go They're 19 points behind Let's just flip that Can you imagine The furore in this show If Neil Lennon After the game at Ibrox On Saturday had said Listen lads I'm just not going to Take the players anymore To Dubai uh, We've blown it We're 19 points behind The second half of the season Doesn't really matter So, so let's mm. not bother I'm just going to send them Up the road For, for you know for a, for a few days with, with their families Then people would be Coming on this show Saying this is the disgrace He's chucked it You know Neil Lennon As manager of Celtic Has an obligation To not give up to try and do everything he can To get this title race back on if you like And also to defend the Scottish Cup successfully So Celtic have been there in Dubai the last three midwinters um, You cannot argue that the last three midwinters The break has benefited Celtic They've come back out of the winter break Rejuvenated um, They lost the old firm game a year ago mm. Went to Dubai Came back refreshed and won the league with 13 points So you cannot argue mm. About Neil Lennon's justification from a football point of view, yeah, that, and that, a that's the football point bit, of view, not the pandemic. Bit. Not the pandemic, but now 
Dubai is one of the few, if not the only, air corridor open. I think at the minute you probably hear more Scottish accents in Dubai than you hear Dubai accents, if there's such a thing. Mm, I'm not sure there is, but I'll let you be with There them. are so many people there at the minute. So there is no problem going. And the First Minister seems to be getting... or looking for a probe into these photographs. Now, Gordon Dale will probably back me up here when I say... I'm not sure it's the first time a footballer's ever had a drink on a Sunday. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it will have happened before. I'm pretty sure it will have happened in Celtic's trips to Dubai in the previous three years as well. None of them were set against the backdrop of a pandemic, of course. Well, the, where I will have a Which little bit of sympathy with the words of the First Minister today is if they have ignored any of the social distancing regulations. Now, St Mirren... Aberdeen, Kilmarnock have all got themselves into a pickle early on the season for ignoring social distancing regulations. Sitting here, I, I couldn't honestly tell you what the social distancing rules in Dubai are or what the social distancing rules with regard to the elite sportsmen's protocols are. So perhaps that much of it is worthy of investigation. OK, let's hear from Alan in Greenock. He's going to kick us off, Alan. Give us the Celtic fans or, or your Celtic fans... Take on this how, how do you feel about The trip as a Celtic fan? Uh, I think it's embarrassing To be, be honest um, Given that we're 19 points Behind our old firm rivals um, We just get beaten Saturday as well And we're away drinking um, Beers beside a pool Well yeah You're right in terms of That's what One of those pictures Does appear to show Roger's already Shown his hand On that side of it Alan He thinks Well You, you couldn't Just cancel the trip Because you lost Then it would look like Neil Lennon was chucking it And it has Given Celtic a positive bounce in the second half of the season and so on, you not buying any of that? Well, from a Celtic point of view, I thought Lennon did chuck it um, at the start of the season. Um, Rangers are miles ahead of us. Um, I, could, I usually have a, a Chinese on Saturday night. Um, I couldn't have a other one at the weekend because the Rangers fan it turned up. Um, embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So your delivery drivers are Rangers fans, so you didn't want to take the risk? Aye, aye. <laughs> Alan's starving <laughs> I know I've heard it all before But um, listen Everybody's got their opinion about this Gordon. I can What's yours then? Mine's just simple I know what Roger's saying about Neil Lennon 19 points If he turns around and says everybody up the road But I think where he would have got some grace with that Is the fact that he could have turned around and says Look With the situation, the pandemic What's going through everything just now What people are suffering Now, he doesn't know the lockdown's coming He probably has a a fair idea like most of us He could have probably got round it that way I'm not buying into the fact that 19 points they shouldn't go They've they've not broken any rules We know that unless we find out inside the hotel or whatever When you say not broken rules You're talking about the fact that they went The fact that they've they've taken the flight for instance Uh, You've said it at the top of the show Because that's the kind of obvious bit But but there there are clearly question marks That's that's what I'm saying So if they find out the broken rules Then they've got to face a punishment They've not sneaked away Now, do I think it was a right choice to go Probably not But I'm not taking any 19 points I'm not taking Why why not though Because Alan's telling you That as a Celtic fan That's the bit that annoys him But part of it If you you look at Some of the arguments Yesterday when John Swinney Was making his points And his Celtic statement came out The the chance seems to be That the first talk Between the JRG And the Scottish government About potential trip Mm -hmm. Was November the 12th now, when Celtic were planning this on November the 12th, yeah. they don't know they're going to be well, 19 listen, of course, points. I get, I get all that, but I'm talking about Alan is a Celtic fan. He's talking about that that emotional thing that you feel, the group of people that matter the most, the group of people that are forking out all that money. Alan, and um, I'd imagine 
Alan's a guy that can't even face his his take delivery driver because he's a Rangers fan. So Alan, I hope he's not nervous driving. So, 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 so naturally, I'm sure Alan would would love to give Celtic the benefit of the doubt. Alan, on most issues, would be on Celtic's side. Yet he's telling you he's embarrassed. Does that not speak volumes? I th- I think it could have turned and it's head gone. See if Rangers, see if Celtic had won at Ibrox on Saturday. I th- I think Celtic fans would have probably went. Well, a good yeah. idea. It's worked before for us. I think what's mm-hmm. happened as well, and let's be honest, we're all human beings here. We're going th- all going through a bad time. Pandemic, Celtic lost. The Celtic fans feel ten the road away. The first thing they do, and they don't want to see it. And and look, I've been in football all my days. I know how it works. They pick the paper up. There's a player sitting having a beer, right, in the sunshine. Of course, you become angry. You're paying money. Of course, right. But Neil Lennon will defend that by saying, well, look, it's a player's day off. We're going to be training. They then put up 40 after 40 of them working hard in training. I can understand the Celtic point, uh, fans' point of view, Gordon. But flip it. If they'd have beat Rangers, mm-hmm. I think a lot of Celtic fans would have seen, go over there, it worked for us the last time, get back refreshed, ready to go. Mm-hmm. We've got a title challenge here. It's a fair point, Alan. Would you still be saying that if the result had been different on Saturday? Would you really expect Celtic to cancel the trip at you know, at a day's notice on Saturday afternoon? Uh, I'm not too sure in that kind of um, perspective, but for 19 points behind, I don't think um, it was the right idea at the time. Um, I think we should be just focused on um, getting 10 in a row. I still believe we'll get a 10. Right, tell us where that confidence comes from. Well, my Glasgow Celtic were invincibles. Not so invincible this season, you'd have to admit. I will. This season we're not, but previous seasons we have, we have been, so yeah, I still believe I'm a good Toops man. I'm sticking by Lennon. Yeah. Well, you would you would admit, though, Alan, that, that this season's form is, is going to do more to determine this season's title than previous season's form? Uh, aye, because Rangers are flying at the moment, and uh, it pains me to say it, but, but, but I, I uh, do believe. Alan, if, you, if you're a Neil Lennon man, then surely you should back the manager's decision to go to Dubai. And if you believe that 10 in a row is still on, then I don't know whether you've seen the Callum McGregor quotes this afternoon Callum McGregor saying the best thing for the Celtic squad was to go to Dubai and work in those temperatures more conducive for fitness and it it gives them a a better foundation for the second half of the season Uh, We'll leave it there Thank you to Alan in Greenock uh, 01419511025 Let's bring in David in Shawlands and get his take on it Hi David Hi there, panel. How are we doing? Um, it's just, uh, it was just what uh, Roger was saying there about travel corridors. I don't really th- the, the issue I would have. I don't really think that's an issue. Um, but we basically what Nick Osturgeon was saying earlier on. The problem was to what I can see, and I don't understand how these pictures haven't been printed in the press. But never mind. There's clearly pictures um, in the Shades kind of sports bar where there's Celtic are staying. They're in a they're in a pub drinking, um, and I don't understand what's any different in a in a general kind of public area. They're drinking in a pub the same way that Aberdeen were drinking in a pub back in August, and um, and Aberdeen get taken to town for it. They get games well, the time they get games suspended. That's if they went there, and I think and believe they went in a chartered flight. But if they if they're sitting in a public area drinking, you. Footballers aren't allowed to do that Full mm. stop just now That's how they've got special privileges And that's the big issue with a trip Yeah Roger that, That's going to be the question on everyone's lips Have you, what, what would be your answer on it? What's the, the official line that you've heard? What's the difference between the Aberdeen players in that bar And the Celtic players in 
the bar that they appear to be shown well, in these yeah. pictures. And David's right that these pictures have been shared mostly on social media. I feel like I've seen them starting to make their way into your newspaper and others today. Is that correct? Yeah. Online? Yeah. I think um, there's been d- differing advice offered on the use of the photographs, if we can put it that way. The, the, the difference to answer your question, David, is you know yourself in the last 10 months, how many times have we seen the laws change and protocols change and advice change? At the time the Aberdeen 8 were caught in the bar up there on the first day of the Premiership season. I think the law at the time was it was to be no more than four people gathering from two households or something. And they had eight from eight households, if you like. So they were in breach of the rule at the time. Um, what the First Minister saying at lunchtime today, and as we said at the top of the show, this is the one part of it I would agree is worthy of further investigation. Um, I don't know what the rules governing such social gatherings in Dubai are at the minute. I don't know what the rules regarding social gatherings within these elite sportsmen's bubbles are at the minute. But if there's a suggestion from the First Minister that the, those gatherings you, you see in the photographs, I'm quite sure most of the, you know, most of the listeners have, have seen the photographs somewhere online, on social media or wherever. Um, if she feels those images are worthy of investigation because there is a potential breach. I'm not saying there is a breach, but she feels that they're worthy of investigation about a potential breach. Then, absolutely, by all means, have a look at it. So is that the only defence that you can see then at this stage? In fact, the the pictures are on my television screen right now um, at one of the nightly news programmes. The only defence might be that this is okay in Dubai. Is that that what you mean? No. David, on you go. Yeah, sorry, it's on No, but the issue is, it's not, it's okay in Dubai. They are elite sportsmen, so they are under a total different jurisdiction to the rest of the, the public in Dubai and everywhere else. It's a total different... This is the thing. It's nothing to do with the Dubai rules. They are elite sportsmen. That's how they've been able to go to countries where Celtic play the winter, like Prague came back and they were able to play and they weren't having to quarantine. They are under strict rules. That, that's, the, that's the difference between them and mm-hmm. the general public. Yeah, and this is clearly the bit that the First Minister, Gordon, wants... Looked into Yeah Um. So What that process looks like We kind of have to wait And and find out there, there are a few different Parties at play here Because obviously The Scottish Government And we'll hear a bit more From Nicola Sturgeon Talking about You know They don't give the, the trip The go ahead They give the Scottish FA Advice in general On training mm-hmm. camps And the SPFL They don't sanction The training camp as such They're the ones that uh, move the fixture the, the Hibs fixture Which allows them to go But um, Something that should be looked into Is that fair? Yeah well I, I think it's fair to say That when Celtic return on Friday I think there will be questions And there'll be answers uh, Needed Gordon To clarify the situation Over there um, As I say You can see the photographs You can See things like You know In the bars And drinking And whatever they're doing Um As far as going over there Then they've not Broken any rules We all know that We all agree doesn't matter if you agree to say, well, they shouldn't have gone, uh, especially with the pandemic, everything that's happening just now. I don't take into consideration the 19 points because I think it was a hard decision because they could easily won at Ibrox and then all of a sudden Celtic fans going, well, it could be a good idea to go and get some real hard training in. So it's going to be a difficult one, but I'm sure that uh, the questions need to be asked and the questions need to be answered And that'll be up to Celtic Football Club Thank you very much David David and Shawlands 01419511025 And actually something breaking on this story Neil Lennon has had his say He's come out and offered somewhat of an explanation I'll tell you what he had to say next 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, Neil Lennon has had his say on Dubai. Certain th- topics you just didn't see coming, things you never thought you would debate. On this show um, But here we are And um, I can see for instance uh, Your newspaper um, With the quotes uh, Roger Hanna And others I am sure um, I'll try and pick out the, the key points He says We're sure the camp Will be really important for us It's the same as previous years The one difference being The protocols for Covid We hope we can get The same lift from it um, That's our focus So that's the football part As the club said yesterday The camp was arranged Some time ago With the full consultation Of football authorities And given approval By the Scottish Government Of course we understand we're in very unique and difficult times There are now even tougher restrictions in place at home But the camp is risk assessed and arranged In conjunction with Scottish Football's joint response group Uh, We've put in place appropriate protocols We've undertaken the camp as we see sporting benefits Uh, From the first day the boys have been working tremendously hard As we always do And that will be the format for the rest of the week Very tough but productive And important sessions to get us ready For the second half of the season Now there's a line in there which says Given approval by the Scottish Government I wonder if that's slightly at odds With what Nicola Sturgeon says today Because she says it wasn't the government's job To give Celtic's trip the go-ahead Instead they give the SFA advice On training camps She says the privileges could be taken away from elite sports If they feel they're being abused The Scottish Government gave some advice to the uh, SFA About the rules around elite training camps uh, back in November last year and you know the world around the pandemic has changed quite a bit since November we would not it's not our role to sign off agree or not agree what a football club does in terms of training camp so we, we set out what the rules are uh, the rules have been uh, they may have to change given the changing nature of the pandemic is that elite sports can go overseas for training camps if that's important in the context of their training for competitions um, so that's as I understand it, what we set out as the rules. Elite sport's been in a privileged position at many points over the past year, doing things that the general public can't do. As long as that is the case, for reasons, because we all want our sports teams and people to do well and be able to train properly, but as, as long as that's the case, it's really important that they don't abuse it, that they use it for the purpose it's intended. Um, and that applies to Celtic as it would to anybody else in that uh, position. Uh, Roger, I wonder if that's Neil Lennon's response to that from Nicola Sturgeon Because she referenced earlier his comment I assume it was his comment about this being about R&R That was a television interview I think it was after one of the games what was it? In fact, was it after the game at Ibrox? Yeah Something was referenced about R&R And she said, you know, well, hold on Why are they going there? I've seen R&R as an explanation Neil Lennon's statement, if you will, tonight Or his quote saying, you know, no, we're working hard This is all about working hard It's training, there's sporting benefit um, And we can... We can benefit from this in, in the way we have in the past Grant is on Twitter who says Until Celtic and or Neil Lennon have addressed the photographs Then they've given nothing remotely resembling a response or an explanation um, Well, yeah, listen, that's a fair point um, I think until Neil Lennon and the players are back And Neil Lennon can you know, speak at a media conference And you know, tell us the whole story Then there will be these debates and discussions about it um, I think it's unrealistic whether you're a footballer, whether you're a 1500 metre runner, whether you're an elite swimmer, um, a squash player, a tennis player To think that when you go overseas for your training camp that you train 24-7 Nobody does that 
you know, the rest, the recuperation, the rehabilitation can be as important as the actual running about a football pitch or running about a squash court or swimming in a swimming pool. So it's unrealistic to think that when elite sports people go overseas to these training camps, that all they do is run about. They don't. They need, they need to relax. They need to have a little bit of downtime. Sometimes the downtime can be as therapeutic and as helpful yeah. as the actual running about. But they need to do it in line with protocols, but given where we're at. They need to do it okay. in line with protocols. Right. Also, I'd like to hear from the SFA and the SPFL in the next few days their thoughts on this, because they seem to be caught slightly as piggy in the middle here. Let's bring in Bruce, who's a Celtic fan in Christ. And Bruce, the previous Celtic fan said he was embarrassed about the full thing. Are you more in... in in the Neil Lennon side of things Defending the move no, 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 like, I'm not on the Neil Lennon side of it right? I'm on Celtic Football Club as general I'm on their side with this Now they've went, they've went over there On teen seasons prior to this And not a dicky bird has said about it right? Your previous caller Showed his intelligence When he actually said He didn't want to order a curry In case the guy was an insubordinate That tells me that guy's intelligence So his, his stuff goes out the window As far as I'm concerned well, be, be a bit more polite Bruce It might just have been a wee tongue in cheek thing Maybe just a wee joke I don't think we need to make You know Wide ranging conclusions Or accusations About people's intelligence No but he's trying to be funny about it And at the end of the day you're asking a serious question And it could have serious ramifications So try to come on and make fun of it To make yourself sound funny To me doesn't cut any ice But at the end of the day Celtic were followed all the protocols Now they were given permission to go And they went the, the, the windows are open They can fly there no problem They're in their own bubble And okay They might have had a beer Which I don't see any problem with To be honest Because most European or other cultures Apart from the West of Scotland Or Scottish Or even uh, British if you like we, Our culture isn't to have a glass of wine with dinner But most Europeans and other people do So then would that be seen as to be Oh what are you doing having a drink So I don't think having a beer In your downtime is really that bad When you go over there to do their training sessions Nine times out of ten it's either double or triple training sessions So they actually work pretty hard when they're there and I think the biggest thing that's caused a problem here is the fact that Celtics had such a bad start to the season. And they said that all oh, the, the players have maybe the dressing rooms all mixed up and someone were fell out the new lane and this, that and the next time. So maybe what they needed more than anything was a gelling session to be away, to be together, to work on the problems, to sort things out. And as seasons before, they've come back and they've come back rejuvenated and back. They've, they've played some fantastic football. So I really don't see any problem with it. I understand with the pandemic, it makes things a wee bit more difficult this year. But when the people say, are they, one of the other things that Nicola Sturgeon mentioned, are they using the social distancing? I don't hear this getting mentioned when you watch these games of football and somebody scores a goal and the players are all jumping on top of each other. It's different though, Bruce. It's different. Because that that was the whole point I know I get why it seems like a contradiction But the whole point of The players and elite sports being allowed to return Was that all bets are off when you cross the white line Essentially That's me being very simplistic But when you're training Or when you're playing There is an They accept that you're going to be in close contact with people You're going to mark them at corners You're going to be right next to them It's a contact sport But you're then asked To not be around each other When you come back off the pitch well, you can be around each other, but you're saying the two metre distancing, right? But that's how ridiculous that rule is. Right, but hold on, but, but again, again, even if that's that's your take on it, it doesn't really matter whether you think the rule is ridiculous or not. There are loads of rules I think are ridiculous. I mean, but you, you just have to abide by them. 
No, but what I'm saying is the fact that you can have such close contact, does COVID, when you're on the football field, does COVID not still can be there? Uh, but so, we're in danger of going down the line of, oh, hold on, I can meet my granny in Asda, but I can't go around to her house, you know. These things don't get us anywhere, Gordon. I know it's frustrating for people, and they might think they've spotted contradictions, but without sounding like the old head teacher routine, rules are rules. Yeah, the rules are very difficult, Gordon. But the one thing the rules have allowed us to do is play elite football, and that's what we've got to be grateful of. And we're still allowed to play it just now, especially with probably the way things are. It's, it's now get worse and worse. Now, I've I've no problem. With Celtic doing what they're doing See as long as in that hotel The protocols And they're ticking every box Then It's a very It's hard one to argue with Gordon But that and seems like the big if At the moment yeah, doesn't it But in my personal opinion Just with what's happening In the world today I think it would have been More sensible for Celtic To say Do you know what We're going to cancel it Now As I say See if Celtic were sitting Level points with Rangers now Every Celtic fan Would be on this programme Actually backing them up Right? I'm not sure I, I, th- I think a big percentage I think that, would I think that's a major generalisation Because we seem to hear about the 19 points We seem to hear about the beers There's nothing up with a player going away to Dubai Say for instance this this was a normal January um, trip away Yeah but There's, it's not though, is it? This is what I'm going back to But we're in a pandemic where I think Somewhere along the line Take a step back A little bit of common sense And say do you know what It's maybe not the time I can understand Celtic's point of view coming out and arguing their point. I can see all the mm. p- positives for it that Neil Lennon's saying after the game, we're not giving up the title, so I'm away over there. I'm going to, yeah, the boys will have a beer. The next day will be double training sessions. We're working very hard. We're going to come back, um, you know, ready to go, full of energy again. But I just think sometimes you've got to be a little bit common sense and say, do we I really know, need the PR I, I, I know what you mean, Taz. And, and with the benefit of hindsight, I think all of us sitting here thinking, you know what, it's turned out this has been a bit of a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But w- when Celtic are arranging it and organising it, you could see that you can see why Neil Lennon was keen to take the squad away. You know, it's it's almost two months since the, the organisation of this was put in place, um, and you know you can see why he's wanted to take them away. Where, where they will regret it is. If there have been any breaches of the protocols over there And the club is punished for any breaches But we're a long way from that yet I think uh, Let's bring in Mandy Who's a Rangers fan from Hamilton Hi Mandy Hi there guys First and foremost Happy New Year I yeah. hope you're all well Thank you Mandy Thank you Hiya um, My point is I actually work in the NHS um, I've worked through the pandemic Right from the start In the Covid ward I have also had Covid myself I've seen the consequences of COVID. I don't personally think it was the right thing for Celtic to go abroad right now. Um, I don't care about the protocols. I just think it's wrong. Mm. We are in such a bad state just now. Seeing COVID firsthand, I just don't understand. Most people haven't seen COVID firsthand and how bad it can be unless it comes to your own door. So I personally don't think that's mm. the right thing for Celtic to do. Yeah. Well, first of all, Mandy, let me thank you for all your hard work and also hope you're well. Hope you hope you're yeah. fighting fit. Uh, that goes yeah, without saying on behalf yeah, of, of of everyone on here. Um, Roger, there is that part of it, you know, about optics and perception. What what we should say is, in fairness, Celtic would strongly defend the fact that they've they've risk assessed it and they don't anticipate this being a COVID risk, obviously. Um, but but there is a 
there is that PR thing, the optics, Roger. You just wonder. Yeah. And I can't believe Gordon Diels, the, the voice of reason. Does it surprise you that at some point someone didn't just go, ah, do you know what? Is it re- is it worth it? Um, you know, before we start worrying no, about no, small print and exemptions yeah. and protocols, is it worth it? I, Listen, it's easy for us to sit here and debate it on the Tuesday night. I don't, we weren't having this discussion on the show on Saturday night when we knew Celtic were going. Um, so yeah, again, but you know, but, but, but you know, I, I understand Mandy's point, and I think there was over sixty thousand new cases of COVID nineteen in the country today, the highest figure in a single day. Um, the country was put into lockdown by Nicola Sturgeon and Boris Johnson yesterday. Um, the English Premier League has today announced the highest number of positive cases among players and staff mm-hmm. so far during the pandemic. Um, and it is a global pandemic. I was reading today, I think it's the, the NFL American football playoffs at the weekend. One of the head coaches for one of the teams will miss his team's biggest game in 8, 17 or 18 years because he tested positive today as well. So it's not just on these shores there is a problem. But if Celtic believe their bubble is sufficiently robust to go to Dubai, then you have to take that on board. The the Celtic bubble and the bubbles of most of the clubs in Scotland have been quite robust since the first argument the I'll give, the, the only argument I'll give you, Roger, is I say, I, I totally understand all the arguments going on here. Now, I know where Neil Lennon and what he's trying to do with his squad, right? Are you not telling me just now, with the pandemic going on, that Celtic could achieve that staying at home? You know, what he's looking for, a bit of rest there, a bit of, you know, a few days off, getting them in, trying something. They've got a fantastic training ground up there. Basically, this is all to do with the fact of getting a little bit of sunshine, and we all love that. You know, we're all desperate for that. But as Mandy says there, we're all suffering just now. Yeah. But as I say, I just think that Celtic could have... I just think it was the wrong choice. As much as I'm not blaming them, as much as the fact that they've not broken any rules until they come back and answer the question, I just thought it was the wrong choice at the wrong time. Final say to you, Mandy. Well, like I said, I just think it's the wrong time. I think they could have stayed at home, had some r and with their family. Why go away? I just don't understand it. But to me, it's just wrong. Wrong, wrong. All right, Mandy, thank you very much. That was Mandy in Hamilton, 01419511025. Good time to get your call in. We could be speaking to you next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's lead leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here at 01419511025. If you'd like to join in, we are on Twitter. At Clyde SSB um, Lots of people including um, What's this one None of your business uh, Andy Various others um, All tweeting in asking what, What's the difference Why were you not saying anything When the Scotland players were Were doing the conga um, And Jim Cunning wants to know Why doesn't Radio Clyde have anything to say About the England cricket team Flying to Sri Lanka Jim come on do my best here to cover off as many aspects of this <laughs> argument think, as possible you before we set go down back, that road. You think it's a setback, Daz, that Moeen Ali's out the first test? Nothing yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. Big blow, isn't it? Big, massive blow, but... Uh... Um, anyway, seriously though, back to... Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing this a lot, Roger, about the Scotland team were doing the conga. Why did no one say anything then? I didn't hear Nicola Sturgeon mention that. Does, does, that, does that do anything for you, that argument? Um... Well, listen, sitting here at the minute, it doesn't do a great deal for me. It might do something for me if the SFA issue a notice of complaint to Celtic for their players being overseas and not observing social distancing rules. 
Um, I'm not sure what, you know how long these things go for because would they then be duty bound to go back and charge their own players? I can't see that happening. Um, I mean, it just that's one of the unavoidable things in in life, Gordon. Mm. The, the the national mood that night means that these things just don't <laughs> just don't get cared about. And I, I know people would say, but that that's wrong. Fine, but um, there's a very simple human explanation as to why that that first, wasn't. Did the first minister not come out and commend the players that night? I have no idea Yeah I think she did What did we say? Two wrongs don't make a right Well that's it I mean you are I thought you were going to say Yes sir I can boogie Oh Listen I think we were doing the conga as well So I think everybody's to not, blame Not me you're happy you weren't <laughs> Exactly Roger Thank you I mean, It is difficult Roger um, Because you know You are allowed to condemn something For being wrong Without also at the same time Condemning everything That's ever been wrong Since the beginning of time You know, you are allowed to take things In isolation Yeah of course we are Um I'll be interested, as I said a few minutes ago, I'll be interested to hear the take from the SFA and the SPFL on this and whether or not they deem anything they have seen or anything they've investigated as being a breach of these protocols. If you remember St Mirren, I think St Mirren held their hands up during their inquiry to players having breached social distancing by car sharing. I think Kilmarnock held their hands up to, to players having breached social distancing at meal times. Um, Aberdeen held their hands up to those players breaching the rules when eight of them were out for dinner and a drink after the defeat to Rangers. So it'll be interesting to see whether Celtic are deemed to be in breach, whether Celtic accept they're in breach or believe that you know, they've done everything by the book So I, I really don't think, you know mm. When the First Minister steps into Scottish football This isn't something that's going to be a 24-hour wonder There's going to be a, a lot more to be said about this, I think, Gordon Because in terms of the questions that we've got And the answers that we want This is not necessarily a criticism of Celtic Maybe they'll get round to it Maybe they're having a look at, at their own part of it And assessing their position But when the statement comes out from Celtic last night To... Argue against the government's position And when Neil Lennon issues those quotes tonight There is no reference of these pictures It's the pictures that are that are getting everyone going I, th- I think most people Even though the optics are, are not great Most people accept that you can go, Roger You can go to Dubai They, 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 they got the permission to go um, But nowhere in Celtic's explanation yet Have we got reference but, to the pictures yeah, yeah, I know what you mean I would think there's a naivety involved If you think anyone's going to go into that Type of location And not have a beer You know I'm not talking about Having a beer though I'm not talking about Having a beer though I feel like we're Being very clever In putting those words In my mouth It's not about the It's not about the Drinking of the beer It's about Who you're drinking The beer next to And how close you are To them And whether that's allowed Yeah I don't well, care what's in the glass Well listen If, if we're saying Is this worthy of a, An investigation The first minister Has said this afternoon She believes Those images Are worthy of an investigation Now I presume She's then putting um, the burden onto the SFA and or the SPFL to investigate. Um, as yet, we haven't heard anything from either the SFA or the SPFL as to whether or not they are going to investigate, whether they think that there is a potential breach. Let's bring in Robert, who is in Northampton, and see what he's got for us tonight. Hi, Robert. Hi, happy new year, panel. Same to you. Same to you. Hi. What's on your happy mind? Happy new year, Robert. Hi, happy new year. Hi, panel. What it is is obviously I've been on before, and I think it was a bit of some uh, the Morning Commander game. I think it'll be back in October where this could uh, be points deducted. Now, my, my my question is, it's uh, a lot of Celtic are coming out saying about uh, they had permission from SPL and SFA, and obviously, but the Scottish government's come out and says that they sort of knew nothing about it. This sort of thing. 
Now, we had a week before, more so in Scotland, tougher uh, restrictions with the Christmas bubbles and stuff like that, just basically for the one day. Now, what I'm trying to get my head around is, could itself take the SPL and the SFA got together then, knowing the toughest restrictions, possibly even more, they, and got together and says, look, going to Dubai is probably not a good idea, considering where we are, highest restrictions, and it's going to get worse. But Celtic decided to take that. And I think, oh, that's about having a beer. Yeah, OK, fair enough. You know what I mean? It's a bit sort of hit and miss. But the main question and the problem is, the SPL and the SFA could have consulted Celtic all together and came to the decision to say, look, this is not a good idea. In fairness, in fairness though, Robert, and for what it's worth, Gordon Deal agrees with you. He just thinks taking everything into account, it wasn't a good idea. But in fairness, changing of Christmas bubbles or tightening of restrictions or changing of tiers doesn't officially impact this trip. There is a corridor available to, to go to Dubai if you want. Um, unfortunately, my social media feeds are full of people sunning up in Dubai at the moment So I, I get what you're saying about it Maybe not looking good or, or not being a good idea But but none of those changes actually Altered the Ability of, of Celtic to go to, to Dubai Do you see the difference? Well I and no But the point is I think it's a bit of passing the buck here You know what I mean The SPL and the SFA haven't come out and said nothing yet Nicholas Sturgeon's come out and said something today So do you honestly think And, and the panel think that there will be a statement from the SPL and the SFA coming out maybe either tonight or maybe even tomorrow because somebody's got something to answer to, I think. I think, it's, I think it's Celtic has got something to answer for. Well, they, uh, they've, they've had their say. They've, they've, yeah, but, they've tried twice now. But, but I think when they come back, Gordon, there will be questions, obviously, about the protocols in the hotel, what's happened. You should say there, it doesn't matter what's in the glass. It's a fact that they're breaking any rules while they're in that bubble, while they're in that hotel. Um, and I think that's the question. But as far as anything else goes, I totally understand it's Celtic taking the right to go there. There was no rules broken. We've, we've made that clear. It's only a personal opinion. My personal opinion, just I thought Celtic could have just taken a step back and thought, you know what, we'll forget about that just now. It's a great idea, but with what's going on in the world, the pandemic, everything... We can go and try and find a solution at home at Lennox Town. Like I said earlier, Roger, I, I don't. I, I always find it difficult on this show because I don't want to speak on behalf of loads of people. I, I can't really do it, so I don't know what percentage of the Celtic support are angry about this. Even if it's thirty percent, right? We live in such tribal times. Everything's so partisan. It feels like everybody is desperate to be on their team's side. Whatever my team does is good. Whatever the opposition does is bad. So even if Celtic have managed to annoy 30% of their fans over this, that's quite something. Yeah. And, and that uh, tells a story. Well, listen, I think far more than 30% of the Celtic support have been angry, upset, frustrated, annoyed, irritated throughout the season. That would perhaps reach a peak Shortly after 2.15 on Saturday afternoon When they lost the Old Firm game, Gordon So there is an element among the Celtic support Who, who won't be happy now at anything That Neil Lennon does at the minute um, You talk about the SFA and the SPFL Will we hear a statement from them? Robert, I don't think we will hear anything from them tonight They both knew Celtic were going on the trip Essentially, Celtic have, by going on the trip Celtic have broken no protocols The trip itself is fine mm -hmm. Um, what seems to be irking the First Minister today is some of the conduct on the trip, i.e. potential breaches of social distancing protocols, etc. Now, 
Both John Swinney last night and Nicola Sturgeon today called for an investigation. What we don't know is yet whether they have actually spoken to the SFA or the SPFL and officially asked them to investigate, whether the SFA and the SPFL have taken it upon themselves to launch independently an investigation into it. Um, but whether either of those things have happened, they won't be able to do anything just now because Celtic are still in Dubai. And I think even if there is an investigation into it, I would expect they would wait to Celtic were back in this country and they would ask Celtic for their comments and, and you know, remarks mm. as to how they would respond to Nicola Sturgeon. Yeah, well, I mean, it is worth trying to actually get to the bottom of it, Roger, because, and I know this is the bit that people are going to scoff, and I almost know they're going to scoff but before I say it, but, but I'll do it anyway because there's always room to take a breath and try and get the ab to the absolute bottom of it. The pictures are the things that's got people going. It is worth at least trying to establish how long were you there? How long was that person sitting there? How long was he sitting there? Was it for a long time? How close were you? You know, I know the way it looks. Believe me, I've seen the same pictures and I, I know the way it looks, but, but there's still a that there are facts to be established. Of course there are facts to be established. Now, those guys could have been sitting there for 30 seconds. Yeah, and, and, and listen, I, I can hear it. Hear that? That's Glasgow in the West scoffing and saying you really expect us to believe that. I know. But but it's what it's worth considering that you they, need to get the official... They could have been sat there for six hours. We don't know. And I think that's why the First Minister is looking for some variety of investigation. Um, if they're sat there for 30 seconds, then the protocols haven't been breached. There is minimal, if any... Risk of I was going to say contamination Not sure if that's the word Spreading the virus um, Celtic will tell you They test all their players Regularly In line with all the protocols And As far as far as we know No one has, has tested positive So I, I, I think We won't really know About any investigation mm. Or any evidence Until they're home Okay we'll leave it there Robert Northampton Thank you Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. We might, and I know this is ambitious, we might try and talk about football on the pitch in the second hour of tonight's show. Bear with me, we'll see how we get on. But it's Beat the Pundit before that, Roger Hanna, Gordon DL, both ready and willing to take you on for the bragging rights and a signed ball. 01419511025, your chance to beat the pundit is next. Lines close at 7. Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 To get involved in the phones It's been all about Dubai in the first hour No real surprises there Lots of people having their say On the suitability of Celtic's trip to Dubai I'll put out a wee challenge If you want to talk about What's happening on the pitch And the weekend's action And who your team might sign And might not sign And how you see the title race Plenty of time to do that So let's see if we can get Some of those on as well Just for a bit of variety 01419511025 And we are on Twitter as well And just when you thought You had heard every possible take On this trip to Dubai Papach's middle parting Has tipped me over the edge He says there was nothing stopping Celtic going to Dubai But there's also nothing stopping you farting in a busy lift You just know better than to do it <laughs> Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Aye, speechless, I think we just we just leave that one there that, I've, I've done the one of those what, what, A trip to Dubai? I've been to Dubai Right, okay, that's fine Uh 
the pundit time Roger and Gordon both standing by One of them is up against Danny and Hamilton How's it going Danny? Aye alright mate Aye fine Feeling confident? Aye Just your luck innit ah, Just your luck Fair enough It's like a lottery Like the old penalty shootout Like they say Let me have a look These questions uh, No bad I wouldn't say they're quite as hard as last night But let's see how we get on If it's heads you take on Roger Minus one Hannah And if it's tails It'll be Gordon Once Went in a lift in Dubai DL yeah. uh, Let's see what we're up against <laughs> Oh it's tails as well You can tell us all about that lift In just a second But let's okay. Put you up on be- Have you not played in a while Roger? Have you not? Uh, no I don't think I've played for two or three weeks now well, is This this will be your first outing of the, the new year Yeah but who brought right. in the bells? Let's see Let's see how far Into 2021 you can go unbeaten Right? Oh there's oh, a challenge yeah, right, let's right, do it. Okay. it starts tonight oh, yeah. So I'm going to give you Clyde too. So that you don't steal Danny's answers Because I know you would Because you're that kind of guy uh, Danny, 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with Gordon And you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? I no problem Let's mate. do it 30 seconds starts now Who was the last player to score for Celtic In an old firm game? Pass Who was the caretaker manager of Rangers Before Stephen Gerrard took over? Pass mate How many games have Livingston won in a row? Seven which former Scotland midfielder has joined Man United's coaching staff? Pass. Peter Lovencrantz played for which English Premier League team? Sunderland. Who is the current PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year? Jesus Bishop. Who are Spurs playing tonight in the Carabao Cup semi-final? Brentford. Okay, 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 let's bring back <laughs> I've only just realised what you said, Danny I'm going to dine out in that for ages <laughs> don't, don't, don't spoil it, let's bring back Gordon DL uh, Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, half an hour later uh, Danny just come up with one of the all-time classic answers on oh, Beat the Pundit I bet I can beat him but we'll, we'll get to it in a minute, right. right 30 seconds on the clock Head-to-head with Danny and your time starts now Who was the last player to score for Celtic in an old firm game? Uh Forest. Who was the caretaker manager of Rangers before Stephen Gerrard took over? The caretaker manager of Rangers? Um, oh, pass! How many games have Livingston won in a row? Ten. Which former Scotland midfielder has joined Man United's Dan first Fletcher. team coaching staff? Peter Lovencrans played for which English Premier League team? Newcastle. Who is the current PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year? Um, Edward. <laughs> Who? Edward. Uh, right, okay, let's go through them and Rangers find out. Manager, right, who was the last player to score for Celtic in an old firm game? Danny, you passed. I mean, you're a Celtic. You should have just guessed anyone. Uh, it was Odson Edward, which would have been a fairly. So Edward was the last. Uh, so none of you got that right. Uh, who was the caretaker manager of Rangers before Stephen Gerrard took over? Hold on, give me a clue here. Graham Marty. No, Jimmy Nick. Oh, of course, five five oh, game. Okay. Yeah. I was in the game. And Jimmy he used Nick. to be your manager. As well uh, I was worried for you at this point Danny Because you were you were passing like nobody's business But Danny knew it How many games have Livy won in a row? It's seven You went for ten That's not ten That's seven That's seven Is it? Hmm? <laughs> seven, seven in a row Nine out of ten ah, I swear I get mixed up yeah, So ten. one nil to that Danny But you equalised straight away Which former Scotland midfielder Has joined Man United's coaching staff Darren Fletcher uh, Peter Lovencrantz played for which English Premier League team Geographically Danny was close He said Sunderland But it's Newcastle He played for Birmingham But I think they were in the championship So Daz moves one in front This is your big moment Danny Who <laughs> Who is the current PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year Now it's not, it's not Odds and Edward James But Forrest. do you know who it's definitely not? 
Fraser, Fraser Bishop. Danny said Fraser Bishop. What is he again? Well, he, well, he's the chief executive of PFA Scotland, but he's not the player of the year. Uh, do you know what, Danny? I can see, I can see the thinking. You've heard PFA Scotland and you've panicked, but um. Fraser won't mind me saying he, I don't think he was PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year in his Forrester, never, never mind this season uh, It's it's James Forrest Because we, we didn't have the award Last season uh, So it's James Forrest not, not Fraser Wishart No what, Danny one? got one more question What was it? And he needs it to equalise What was it? Who are Spurs playing tonight Brentford. In the Carabao Cup semi-final Brentford How did I not get that? You didn't get that far And Danny got it And he's Equalised with the last kick of the ball. How did Danny get? How did Danny get one more question? Me because you were too slow. How no, long have you, you been were on obviously this game? Much slow. <laughs> no, you took ages on. Um, oh, I could lose my title in the first night. <laughs> you took ages on one of the questions. Right here is the tiebreaker. So as right. always, uh, I'm going to get you to write your answer down, Gordon. Right, and I will then. Get Danny to give me his attempt So the question is this How many goals did Kenny Miller score for Rangers Across all three spells Write it down please Gordon DL Show me your bit of paper Okay how many goals did Kenny Miller score for Rangers Across all three spells Danny Hurry up Danny 95 Danny goes 95 See you later Danny Gordon says 68 You confident? 100% (laughs) Kenny Miller scored 116 <laughs> goals <laughs> Danny's done him on the tiebreaker He was so oh, yeah. oh, no. How long can you go Into 2021 unbeaten Five days One match oh. day Of Beat the Pundit And he's lost already Well done Danny Well, well done Danny You can take wish out for dinner tonight uh, <laughs> By the way You were too slow I'd have done Danny with Brentford No you took ages On one of the questions well, wasn't um, You just were You were sort of a no. Relaxed and Roger is he, I know, so I know you've, you've been a critic Of my pace in the past <laughs> But I think you'll agree On this occasion I was fair Well I was listening to George Michael oh, Aretha Frank, Franklin And played two with us Nah and, and you did take a bit of time With Danny But look I'm, I bounced back the last time and I'm sure I'm going to bounce you, you, back You know what you're needing? A bit of R&R in Dubai Oh Roger Yeah I need a lift You, you <laughs> know what As you always famously say If you're going to lose a goal Or, or you know, lose it early That's the equivalent of what's happened And beat the pun That you've got the rest of the year I'm gutted because to I would have it. beaten my Brentford How do you feel about losing to a guy That thought Fraser Wishart Was the PFA Player of the Year last season? Oh, it's not very good in my CV is it? Uh-huh, it's not right This could be a bad This could be a bad January for me mm. I'm no confident Right, 01419511025 That's the number at Clyde SSB On Twitter as well uh, If you want to get in touch I did say we would, we, we would If you want, make a bit of room To talk actual football um, You never know Stranger things have happened Clearly we, we are at an important junction In the, the season, Gordon That's that's why we've arrived at such a debate Really with Celtic going away Because it's maybe not a consideration for you But it's in consideration for a lot of the fans There's a 19 point gap How do you rate the possibility of that being overturned? Oh, um, it's going to be very difficult do How I difficult? Th- Possible uh, at all or completely not, done for you? Not for me Unless Rangers had a major meltdown And 22 games in It doesn't seem that way, Gordon They've not even lost a game the record at Ibrox is terrific. I know that you can point to, well, one game at a time, Stephen Gerrard's coming out. They've got a difficult one at Petordi. I still see them winning that. I just think squad-wise, the way they're playing defensively, and when they're not at their best, they've got a goalkeeper that can produce the performances that he produced at the weekend. So 
As much as I, I thought Celtic were excellent for that 50-60 minutes at the weekend, I liked their formation. Even their defence looked very good at times until Beaton get caught and sent off. Um, I just, I, th- I think it's too big a gap. Even the fact that saying, well, people like Stephen Gerrard says 10 points. You've still got to win your three games. You know, Celtic have been up and down this season, hot and cold, if you want to say. So I just think it's too big a gap, Gordon. Certainly too big for me. Yeah, they're just far, far too much. You need to, Celtic need to win their three games in hand. Celtic then need to win every other game, including both games that are left against Rangers, one of which is back at Ibrox, and they still need Rangers to drop five points. Rangers have dropped four points in the last five months in the Premiership. And the hardest part of all, any of that to actually believe is going to happen is Celtic winning every game between now and the end of the season because the, and the evidence of the first half of the season are just not good enough to do that. And add, to add to that as well, Rogers, as you're talking about points, you can basically say with the goal difference, you could add another point on there. Yeah. Uh, let's bring in Chick, who's a Celtic fan in Clyde Bank. What have you got for us tonight, Chick? Uh, hello, Gordon. Panel. Hello. All the best. Happy New Year. Uh, now, you're, you're probably getting back to football here, isn't it? Old firm game. Uh, Morellis, his first tackle on. Be Frimpong, stood on his foot. Nothing said. Well, should have been booked so much of the panel said. And then he punched Scott Brown. And the referee's actually pulling him back and then he get booked. Mm. And then after the game, I was listening to Chris Boyd and he said, oh, that's the way Morales plays. So is that football? W- w- would we really consider that a, a punch on Scott Brown, Chick? Not really a punch, but he lifted his hand and hit mm. him in the face. It's, uh, not, uh, it, should, it should have been. Why is the referee holding on to him and pulling him back? Chick, where, where I'll agree with you, uh, I'm not agreeing with you the Scott Brown incident, right? I'm not. Uh, All right, okay, but right, it wasn't a blatant punch, but he yeah. hit him in the face. Where, oh, no, I don't think he did it either. Uh, where, I, where I'll agree with you is I thought he was lucky to get away with the one on Frimpong. Now, yeah. a lot of people will say, as you know, football goes well, you know, it was early, the referee was trying to keep. A lid on the game, making sure calm everything down. He made didn't want to show that yellow card. <laughs> Look, Chick, what I'm saying is I think it was a yellow card. Yeah, I said that the officials right there and all in front I, of it. I said at the time it was a yellow card, but is that is that your argument based on you know Celtic losing to Rangers because Morelos? No, 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 no. That's not my argument. Itself. I thought Celtic was a fat far better team that's not my argument at all it's just saying get back to football as Gordon says we might get back to football and it's with Chris Boyd saying that that is the way Morelos plays is that the way football players are meant to play well everybody Stand, everybody standing people's feet and everybody plays and a lash game out. everybody plays the game differently to whether listen the only thing I will say is as long as within the rules of what he's doing I agree with you I thought he was lucky to get away with the Frimpong one but Morelis, to me, is a very, very, very good player indeed. You know, I, I really do think he brings a lot to Rangers. He's got a different style, different approach. Um, all players are different. But I just think that you can't just label this back to football, Morelos. I thought Scott Brown would probably look back at that incident and be a little bit embarrassed about it. Bobby Madden. Chick's asking, 
if, if that's football When Neil Beaton was involved I thought it was rugby We were watching momentarily You know Bobby Madden Got that decision Spot on And yes Morelos should have been booked For the challenge in Frimpong And if Bobby Madden's then Booking him For the, the incident with Brown later Then he could quite easily Have been sent off But while we're at it Shane Duffy must have been the luckiest man in Ibrox on Saturday afternoon that he wasn't sent off for that challenge on Ryan Kent. And I actually believe, had Neil Beaton not been sent off, Shane Duffy would have been sent off as well. The Bobby Madden one is interesting, Roger, because I was inundated with people sending pictures in on Saturday saying, why is Bobby Madden holding Alfredo Morelos back? He should be, he should be letting him go, and if he gets sent off, he gets sent off. And, and let's be honest, a lot of that is, is suggesting that it was... Some sort of pro Rangers anti Celtic stance within the context yeah, of the game. However, Bobby Madden um, sort of answered that without really, um, with, without really answering it. If that makes sense, a wee subtle one on his Instagram. I don't know if you've seen this. You're not an Instagram user, are you? No. So the next day, the next morning, Bobby Madden puts up a picture collage on his Instagram of him holding numerous players back from different teams, from different divisions in different countries, as if to say, and with a message along the lines of. Kicking off the new year um, Right in the thick of the action As I have been for the yeah, last I mean it's one of our jobs Not to maintain order On the football pitch And if that is to Get in between You know t- Two opponents At a moment of High tension Then That's what referees do You see it happening all the time And If Bobby Madden Got in the way And You know Hauled Morelos Away from a flashpoint Then That is part of a referee's work uh, thank you Chick and Clyde Bank Will is a Rangers fan from the City Centre What's your point tonight Will? Uh, Alright folks uh, Happy New Year um, I'm, I'm, I've seen a lot of the comments After the game on Saturday like Particularly Neil Lennon's comments In his interviews And a lot of stuff that you see uh, On social media as well but There's this narrative that you know Celtic were dominant That they were battering us I think Celtic started brilliantly I'll give them that like, There was half an hour or so Where they were all over us Rangers just couldn't get going But see after that McGregor wonder save I think Rangers were in the game Every bit as much as, as they were Especially at the start of the second half Hadrian made up huge difference like, I think I was watching the game back um, Last night And I saw I think there was about Six opportunities That Rangers had But I know like the zero shots on target Is a stat that, but I think that's so misleading when you look at like the the blocks that Celtic had, and I know you get nothing for blocked shots, but point being, you know, there's good chances made. I think Morelos had one in the first half. He was through on goal again. Well, Laxal was great uh, covering. Um, Hadji, like from the red card incident. I mean, the red card in itself, that's a chance. Morelos through on goal. Hadji should have been scoring from the, the resulting free kick. Um, and I, I feel like. There's this narrative that I'm seeing on social media is that the Rangers stole three points. But I mean, I'll be honest. At the time as well, I thought that was the case. But I guess you know, when when you're watching it, it feels terrifying every time a Celtic player touches the ball in the hour half. But aside from the Edward block shot, I don't think they had anything for like that remaining seventy minutes. Well, yeah, yeah, listen, I would, I would tend to agree with you Well, and I say that because on, on Saturday I was going down to Rugby Park To cover Kilmarnock St Irn for Super Scoreboard And I listened to the boys in here in the studio As the first half at Ibrox was, was you know, developing And it was a lot of chat, you know, Celtic on the ball Celtic territorial advantage Yes, Alan McGregor made a couple of good saves But a lot of the time when Celtic had the ball in the Rangers half The conversation was ending with 
Daz and Mark and Hugh discussing a poor ball from Frimpong or a poor ball from Laxalt or Ryan Christie putting a set piece where he didn't really want it to go or things like that. So I know exactly what you mean. I, I got into Rugby Park, I watched the second half in, in Rugby Park and by that stage, it was a far more even contest and then after near beat on red card, Rangers went on and won the game. So I think maybe the territorial advantage, the possession advantage at Celtic had in the first half surprised people as much as anything else. Um, they didn't do enough with it And Listen they, they, they paid the cost in the second half I thought Celtic were excellent first half Roger I've got to say I was surprised Especially the way Celtic had been playing um, Everyone You know Outside Celtic Were talking about They can't go there with the diamond And You know Leave the two full backs Who are the best two full backs Going about just now in Scotland And give them all the space The Ibrox They'll get absolutely punished I thought tactically They were spot on um, goals change games McGregor I thought was brilliant uh, Second half Yeah Rangers come into the game I don't think Rangers were at their best at all The sending off does change a game There's no doubt in that It does change a game Then what I was expecting was to Rangers to really Stamp their authority on the game But you know It just it, it played out the fact that Rangers Three points was all that mattered to them uh, Because the stats are there And you can look at them as much as Rangers, even down to 10 men Celtic, didn't have a shot on target. You know, so I've, I congratulate both because I thought Celtic were better. And for a Rangers team who were below par to play a good Celtic team mm. on the day and still come out with three mm. points, it's what football's all about. Yeah, They're I, more in one way in winning games. I, I love watching this stuff for the, the rivalry, Will, because it's the bit of it that maybe I'll never understand. Is there not a part of you that... That can just find actually some enjoyment and, and find that it's even sweeter sometimes to win one when you weren't the best team. We've seen it so many times over the years. Why, why does it why does it matter so much that that that, that people don't say Celtic were the best team during the game? Oh, I mean, I guess for an old fan, it's bragging rights like who was the better team on the day and stuff like that. What you mean about it being sweeter? Because you know I was on the other side of it in the League Cup final and that hurt a lot. But I I I, I just keep seeing. Like tweets, you know, saying that you know Celtic were all over us, and they were battering us, and like again, like on on the day, I thought the same as well. But I think it's just magnified when you're watching the game. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you, well, there's two guys in this studio with me who would have taken a scrappy, ill-deserved one-nil <laughs> derby win at the weekend rather than losing three-nil to Hamilton Hackies. Saturday, Saturday, I th- I really enjoyed the game Saturday, and I, you know, I thought it was a very entertaining game. Does it come down to expectations, as Roger said? Because you know, Will, Will might have a point in the cold light of day when you look back on it. Did Celtic? Really impact the Rangers goal after that McGregor save? Possibly not But still Nobody even Even the most pessimistic Rangers fans Wouldn't have seen that first half coming Just just because of where the teams have been at But oh. listen you don't, you don't get anything for that That's not me You know that, that's, that's not taking anything away from Rangers Celtic don't get anything for it But it's still the, worth acknowledging Yeah of course And I think sometimes you've got to say I, I was very surprised the way Celtic played. The best I've seen them play in the first half, uh, the way they moved the ball, the diamond, the way they pressed, the tactically, I thought he got it right. There was a lot of pressure in Neil Lennon, team-wise selection with Brown and question marks about the back four, the diamond, everything. And I think you got to congratulate him. But I think you got to congratulate Rangers as well. Once again, they showed the strength of character 
to go and win a massive game, which was so important. Good man, Will. Pleasure to speak to you. 01419511025. I've got a good teaser for you. It's all about managers. I'm going to ask you the question next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. They're going to have to put their heads together to come up with the answers on tonight's teaser. Let's hope Gordon can recover from his beat the pundit defeat. He was given mm. it. Given it the the fighting talk, he was going to go twenty twenty one unbeaten, and he's lost in the first night. Oh, a nightmare. So let's see how he does on this. It's your old pal. He's been back in touch for the new year, John Smith, and he wants you to name. I like this question. Please listen carefully, right? Because I don't want to repeat it ten times. Eight former Rangers players who have never managed in Scotland's top flight, but since nineteen ninety have managed a club. That has been in the top flight During that time Now I know Roger will get it on one ah. read Do you need me to go again? Richard Goff No How not? What? Managed Livingston No he's not on there No How not? We're living in the top flight when he managed yeah, them Yeah absolutely the bird Because he kept them up So they, they can't have been he's not, oh, Honestly I'll read it again he, Gordon Deal is Got his hand so, in the so air they, As if he's got it right That means you've got so, it wrong so, so they've never But they've never managed In the top flight Listen again But they've managed to clubs Who have been in Listen the top flight Listen carefully Livingston he was Championship when he managed Livingston No, no. Sure <laughs> Right listen Name eight former Rangers players yeah. Who have never managed In Scotland's top flight In other words They managed the Barry clubs. Ferguson <sighs> Let me finish But since 1990 (laughs) Have managed a club That has been in the top flight In that time Has Kelty Hearts Been in the top flight? Clyde No No, Clyde haven't either And Clyde haven't either Right (laughs) Once you get one It'll be easier Yeah Roger do you get the question I assume you do I do I can't actually think At the minute of Any possibility Right one more Eight former Rangers Rangers players players. Who've never managed In Scotland's top flight But since 1990 Have managed a club That has been in the top flight in that time Here's a shortcut Think of former Rangers players yeah. Who managed in the it. lower league Jimmy Nicol did, did Jimmy Nicol not manage Race in the top flight? I was playing mm. you, were, you were in the team Daz, you remember? Yeah. Blue shirt I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a difficulty uh, With this John Smith question Because I mean, if boil it down Simplistically how, How's about Here's a starter Get a starter how, first How's about Ian Murray? Yes Who would manage Airdrie who, who were a team in the top flight In the 90s Yes, well done And oh. St Mirren as well uh, 2015, was that their spell in the championship? Anyway, Ian Murray's on the list Well done So now that you've got one You can see where you're going on this yeah. what, about, um, what about our dear pal Alec Ray? Yes, Dundee and St Mirren In the championship So he's never managed in the top flight But he's managed those clubs And they've been in the top flight Is the penny starting to drop? Yeah, but I'm not liking this <laughs> I, I was going to go Gary Bowling But I don't think Cowden be the top <laughs> Who else did Gary manage? I don't know Forfer And they haven't been the top flight either. And? Was Gary Bowling one? Livingston Yes! No, Airdrie But Gary Bowling is one Yes! Well done Look Again. at that He even gets them He, he stumbles across the right <laughs> answers then. Okay, leave it there Leave it there Because you've already got three uh, you're actually doing pretty well Let's bring in Stuart and Coke Bridge And see what he's got for us What's your point Stuart? Uh, good evening Pam Happy New Year you all Happy New Year It's just a bit of a sort of game on Saturday Contradiction of uh, Steve Davis I thought he actually played brilliant But my other point is more hanging Is more important I think Do you think uh, panel, that Rangers are playing as well as they did 
in the 1992-93 season would have scored over 100 goals Ooh, Good question Roger Would you be able to commit to um, that one? Uh, listen I hate these comparisons The 92-93 the season w- was a treble And effectively a European Cup semi-final So I don't think Well though this team has played this season I'm not too sure you could put them up there with Arguably the greatest Rangers side of the modern era If you like They have done Extraordinarily well this season I think that What are the answers? Is it 57 goals scored And 5 conceded In in the Premiership so far So They've probably exceeded Your expectations The expectations of every Rangers supporter And For me They are going to go on And win the Championship this season But putting them up there I mean you, you look through that 92-93 team weren't, you know, weren't bad Mm. Gorham and Goff and Durant and McCoy and Bailey and all all that mob. I think they've a, they've a wee bit to go yet. Sure, is that fair or are you actually going to defend the current crop? Well, I think the way that the way Rangers are playing now, I think you think the back the last two seasons I've, I've been on the call that Rangers have, have it in January, and I don't think they'll do it this season. Uh, I think that the main reason is. Gerlach's uh, thinking was when he brought Davis in I mean Davis had a blocking game against it a lot of people said maybe they, they didn't notice but if you notice his play his passing he slowed the game he, he, you could see him slowing the game down and every time Sergio went up to go to Rangers then he seemed to pass the ball about as if they were, they were trying to defend as well as attack but I think a lot of people say that although I think they got man in the match I still think Davis was nearly there as, as the best player there because you know he, he knew how to play Celtic other teams, and when he played to his bigger well, club, there's, there's no denying, denying Stuart that Steen Davis is a, a top quality player, he really is. Um, the question you've got to ask yourself is, um, if Jack and Arfield was fit on Saturday and Rangers had everyone to pick from, you just wonder would Davis have played in that midfield three? Roger? I think probably the form he's been in He probably would have done yep. actually Because you know he, he is in a rich vein of form at the minute Earlier in the season Jack and Arfield were the sort of so, go-to yeah. guys I think Davis and Kamara have emerged As the go-to guys So I think maybe the one to tumble out Might have been Joe Aribo at the weekend But I mean for, for a guy He's just turned 36 didn't he the other day mm-hmm. Davis Absolutely terrific A terrific performance He really did grow into the game But, but game. experience is everything in the game at times Especially when you've got players that have not re- they're not used to winning. They're not used to having that pressure on them. And you see the goalkeeper's performance. Um, there's no surprise with that, with the experience and the ability that McGregor's got. Then you look in the middle of the park, and Stuart was saying he thought he was, you know, runner up to Manny Match um, after McGregor, with the experience that Davis brings, the calmness, the the control of the ball, and everything. Um, you know, I th- he's been such a terrific signing. I've got to say. Uh, and the thing about you know rating Rangers in comparison to, to, to previous seasons or whatever, Gordon, it's difficult numbers wise. If you look at look at the points at the moment, they're on track to rack up an incredible points total. You know they're, they're sort of hovering round about that that Brendan Rodgers first season points total. Um, what that doesn't allow you to do though is take into account the strength of the opposition. And I think as, as Roger says, when you look at the the early nineties and, and how good that Rangers side was, it, it might be worth just. Reining in slightly Yeah so the, the 90s team That I was very fortunate To play against Gordon There were some Brilliant players in there Really were You know The McCoys The goal scorers And everything like that So 
No, as much as much as Rangers can take all the parts in the back for their performance this season, remember they've still to win something. We all believe that they will. Um, you'd look back at that 92-93 team and uh, they were exceptional. Okay, thank you very much, Stuart, in Coat Bridge, 0141-951-1025. Can, can, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. The full-time teaser. Is it the type of question you might want to just save for later on? Yeah, okay. I think it might be. Uh, Gordon is on the line. Gordon's in Kilmacombe. How's it going, Gordon? Not bad. Good evening, panel. Yeah, and happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, same to you. And you. Um, I, <laughs> it just makes me laugh, this programme. I don't know. It just, that's what you want. And you want to get bites. And, and, and it's just, I think it's just nonsense talking about this uh, uh, Dubai carry on. Oh, thanks, uh, Gordon. And uh, I, well, a, a couple of your kind of comments were about kind of, I know you're, you, you, you sometimes you say, I like to throw this in here just to see the other side. I think you quite enjoy mm. things like that as well, but it makes a good show. Mm. Thanks, I thank like you. Um, I don't mean it the rugs, but I, I just mean it's so part of the show. But mm. I was just, I was looking on, I was talking to the, the chap earlier on there, and I'm looking on, like, just Glasgow Airport flight. There's flights going out Malaga, there's uh, Tenerife, there's mm. Lanzarote, there's Amsterdam, there's Malaga, there's Dubai every day. Mm. Now, unless Nicola Sturgeon... Uh, says <clears throat> there's no more flights going to Glasgow. Then I'll maybe listen to her. As far as I'm concerned, she should take nothing to do with Scottish football. Scottish football can run itself. We, we, we can all follow rules. I, I, I'm, I, I do a taxi. I, I can follow the rules. quite easy to follow the rules. I don't need a, a degree or a, a thing to do it. So when they come in these times, they've done it the last time, and I think it was OTT, uh, and this time as well. So you're not going to tell me these Tenerife flights, Malaga flights, Dubai flights, they're all going to work. I don't think so. Um, tell me a bit more about that that theory, Gordon. The fact that there are flights to Tenerife and there are flights to Malaga, what's that got to do with whether Celtic players have been socially distancing in their hotel or not? But, but they probably have been social distanced because I've, I've got friends that live in Dubai and they're they're very strict. They've got probably one of the lowest mm. uh, one of the lowest. Uh, 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 Kind of things around, around, the, around the world And that's why there's no problems to fly in You've got to get a Covid test before you go £195 or something If you're under Kids are under whatever it is It's fine You've got to get checked here So they're very strict Is that not is that not all people are trying to establish though? Nicola Sturgeon says She's seen these pictures I'm not sure if, if you've seen them or not Gordon And she thinks that they, they want to be looked into I assume she thinks that it looks like In those pictures That they're not socially distanced Listen, you could you, you know as well as I could do. I could you could do any picture you want, um, and make a picture to whatever it is. You know what I mean? So there was some terrible pictures and videos going about at Ibrox before the game when the Celtic team arrived. I don't see much shouting and bawling about that. Um, so I, I just think it's there. There are way it doesn't look good because they lost the game. Hmm. Right? They, they might have lost the score, but I think for the way Celtic's been playing. And Neil Lennon said this before. Uh, uh, they're they're in a fight of their own. They'll take care of everyone else. I mean, for for what it's worth, Gordon, I kind of offered that as well. I did say that I think it's important that, that the the facts are established and that you don't jump straight away into conclusions. However, to to to, to almost contradict that, so so you just think these pictures are fake and, and that's it? No, no, no. I never said that at all. But I'm just thinking it's a bit of nonsense. No, I mean I could probably get Gordon Dale up at a football game eating a pie and having a cup of coffee or whatever it is. Does that mean it, it just it, it, it just came out of context? The guys are away for a couple of days. He, he didn't he didn't lie. Neil Lennon said they're going for a bit of they are going for a bit of relaxation in the sun. Everybody wants a bit of sun. They're allowed to go. It's all been cleared. 
okay, it doesn't look good because they're 19 points ahead, but they're, they're, they're not going to change it. That's what they want to go. They think they can go there and come back a better team. That's what it's all about. But the thing is, Gordon, I, I couldn't disagree with anything you're saying, but I feel like... The, that's not about. That's not what the argument's about. The argument is about the pictures and Nicola Sturgeon wanting to find out if Celtic have been socially distancing and whether they've been behaving appropriately. I'm, I'm quite sure they have been. Um, what so, makes you so sure? Well, <laughs> what makes you so sure? Because you've seen a couple of pictures. I'm not, but that's the thing. I'm asking the question. I'm not the one that's that's making the statement. I'm not the one that's sure. You're so sure that, that they're doing everything right, and I just want to know why, how, or how you're so sure. We're not going to come back As far as I know They're supposed to be in a bubble They're all in their own bubble They're not going to meet guys At a bar You live there And they'll catch up With some supporters They'll catch up They're going to sit with them I'm quite, I'm quite sure They're all they're all sitting Amongst their own, their own team There may be 20, 30, 40 people There from Celtic All different kind of people I'm quite sure They're in their own But they're not daft They've been really good I don't think there's been Many people Apart from the Obviously the ones That have uh, A couple of players That have went A bit evil But I think as In most of Scottish football They've kind of stuck mm. to it uh, they've been really quite good You know what I mean There's Down south have been happening whole, Half teams or whole teams have been doing it It can happen anywhere But I think they've been very safe Well I admire Gordon's optimism on it Roger I think at the very least And all, all, all anyone is saying Is there are questions Surely anyone Anyone would admit That there are questions I think if you look at the 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 late, I think it was the latest The Joint Response Group's update Just before Christmas A couple of days before Christmas It talks about hotels and it talks about, you know, even within a team, physical contact within two metres should be avoided as much as possible. Um, it talks about, you know, dining and meeting rooms, you know, to maintain current guidelines and physical distancing and, and all the rest of it. Now, I know Dubai m- might be different, but you'd have to imagine that that's, those are still the rules that Celtic take with them in order for the, the GRG to be happy well, with the trip. So, l- listen, wh- wh- whether we think it's worthy of investigation or whether Gordon thinks it's worthy of investigation, it's quite clear the First Minister believes it's worthy of investigation. I would expect there would be conversations between the Scottish Government, the SFA and the SPFL in the coming days, and I would imagine there would be some variety of investigation into this and Celtic will be asked to... Answer some of the questions the First Minister said today Okay, thank you Gordon In Kelmacomo 141-951-1025 We're looking for Eight former Rangers players Who've never managed in Scotland's top flight But since 1990 Have managed a club that's been In the top flight since that time They've got Gary Bowen and Ian Murray And Alex Ray And we'll try and get the rest next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Clyde One Show me the money Okay, today was the first day of our brand new game Show me the money And there was no winner Heard it playing out earlier Heartbreaking That means that someone missed out on £2,021 But the good news is There's even more cash for you to win tomorrow And remember If you've entered already You stay in the draw until the end of the month Our next game is worth £4,000 So for your chance to win Text YES to 61025 That is YES Y-E-S To 61025 Texts are £2 Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only Full tees and online entry For this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition Are on the website After 5 o'clock tomorrow Gary Spence will make One phone call To win All you need to do Is answer your phone Within five rings And the four grand is yours It's that simple But make sure You're standing by your phone So to play Show me the money right now Text yes To 61025 What about playing The full time teaser Have you got any Over that break At all 
Uh, well, we've got a lot of wrong answers. Do you want them? <laughs> How do you know they're wrong until you ask me? Because we've got a funny feeling. Well, we went with. Uh, we went down the Morton route, but yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, we answer. waste of time. Right. What about? I'm going back to um, Airdrie. Did Kenny Black manage Airdrie? Oh, it's a great shout. How good is it though? Yes, Kenny yes. Black. Well done. Um, there's a fella down in the championship. The spell that Heath Rovers as manager and used to play with Rangers. A guy called Gordon Dale. No way. <laughs> Oh, I saw it. I had him in here. You honestly oh, never, ever failed to amaze me. Why did you not give me the heads up now? A new year, and you've already set this the bar incredibly low. I mean, what, what bit of it did you think that you didn't fit? A former Rangers I was player too busy thinking about who's here. managed in the lower leagues, has never managed in the top flight, and oh, whose team has been. I mean, seriously. Oh, great shout Roger Gordon DL Right what have we got Three to get We'll get them later Let's bring in um, Billy who's a Rangers fan From Alloa What's on your mind tonight Billy Hi good evening panel How are you doing Hi Billy um, Basically uh, I've, got, I've got two points I'll make my first one Very quickly It's just in response To your man Chick who was on uh, A couple of calls Back there He, he was saying and, and, and he highlighted The point of uh, Morelis should have Been booked Obviously, for the for for the challenge on Fringpong in the first few minutes of the match, which I'm, I'm no disagreeing with, he was very lucky to get away with that. And then he went on to say about uh, Scott Brown, um, how he, he he hit Scott Brown in the face and stuff like that, um, which I totally disagree with. But I'll just ask this: Did he have his green tinted specs on? If he'd have took them off, he'd have noticed. Did he, I, I see there was no mention of the challenge from Big Duffy. On Ryan Kent, uh, which to me was worse was worse than the fighting pog mm-hmm. challenge, and could have been a straight red straight away. What, what's your thoughts on that panel, Roger? I think you you agreed, but it's worth repeating if Billy missed it. Yeah, I I think he was the luckiest man in Ibrox and Saturday. I think he should have been a straight red card for the challenge on Ryan Kent, and and I think I think we're all agreed. Bobby Madden handled the game well. Um, I think the way he sort of maintains order is good. I love, I love your confidence. How long have you been on this show? I think we'd all agree he handled the game well. When I say all of it, <laughs> seriously, I, I mean Daz and I. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I can think of a few thousand people who might because that's what they do. The game, the, his game management for me was good at the weekend. Having sent off one Celtic centre half, I think as Duffy's challenge went in and the Malay started, I, I think Bobby Madden probably thought. I'm going to book him here and I'm probably going to pick one from either side and book them as well and just try and calm this down and maintain order before things get out of hand. Had Beaton not been sent off All right. earlier in the game, I'll, I think Duffy would have gone. Just because you've you've set me up, what, what makes that, what, what's good about that refereeing performance then if you're doing that? Is it either mm. a sending off or it's not? Because you, you need to get players and teams mm. and you need to get people through games. That's what tell so you. So I just need to uphold the, the laws and the rules mm, first I, and foremost. Well... I think you need to Daz made the point earlier The Frimpong win Now I said Morelos should have been booked For the Frimpong win Daz said He should have been booked But he also said He probably didn't book him Because it's early in the game And you maybe get one That's just the way football operates I'm not saying it's right I'm not saying it's wrong I'm just saying That's the way it is And I think likewise With the Duffy win had the Duffy one been taken in isolation, no one else had been going off mm. or anything. I think Duffy would have gone. I was interested to see 
Dermot Gallagher did the bit on, on Sky Sports You know, he, he reviews the, the some of the big weekend's talking points I think he called it um, As high a tariff yellow card as you can get It's bordering on red Was, was what he said and, The Duffy tackle Yeah, and mentioned them getting yeah. the benefit of the doubt On another day Could have been a re- These types of phrases How he described it yeah, just interesting, Gordon. What what did they say about the beat on? Because I know that oh yeah, red card. I think, red yeah. card. Yeah. No, you're right. I think uh, I think Duffy was very lucky as well. Uh, it could have been a red. There's no doubt in that. Uh, Roger saying there that he may just have looked at the. What fact. was your take though? Um, I thought I thought doesn't matter if he sent beat on off. I thought it was a red card. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a wild wild tackle. Uh, Billy, what do you think the rest of the season looks like for Rangers? What are your hopes for the coming weeks? Well, it's, I mean, I'm delighted, obviously, the way it's going. Um, and I've got no doubts in my mind there'll be no collapse for Rangers this season. We're just we're too good. We're, we're, we're far too good for the rest of, of Scottish football this season. And I, th- I think that's pretty evident by the league we've got at the top of the table. My final point, just quickly, guys, if I can, mm-hmm. was just um, the way... That the, the, the interview was handled after the game the way that Neil Lennon conducted the interview after the game he made every excuse in the book he never gave any credit whatsoever to Rangers and it was all uh, it was never a red card he never it, it was just it was I thought it was awful the way, the way he handled that interview now I get he was disappointed and stuff like that but go, go back to the cup final yeah, Celtic had 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 the best forty five minutes. They were the best team in the first half, but that was it. After twenty one minutes, they they never gave McGregor anything to do. So they had a lot of the ball, but they never did anything with it after twenty one minutes. So, to, but but if you go back to the way that Gerard handed his sell after the cup final, when we actually battered Celtic off the park for ninety minutes, and an absolute travesty when we didn't win the cup final. And the man handled the cell with nothing but decorum and the class which which we see all the time for Stephen Gerrard. I just think that as two managers, Gerrard and, and, and Lennon, worlds apart, Gerrard handled himself with class. Billy, are you basing this on the fact that the Celtic manager didn't think it was a send-off? I just think it was the whole... That and not giving Rangers credit, I think, was the crux of Billy's argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, he's a Celtic man. I know what Billy's saying that he believes his manager handled it in the right way after a cup final. There was nothing, you know, that I looked at Neil Lennon's interview and thought, no, you've not handled that well. He's come out, he's defended his team, quite I mean, rightly so. Billy, to, Billy, to be fair, right, whether you disagree, and in fact the guys in the studio disagree, managers are always likely to f- defend their corner. Stephen Gerrard said after that cup final that you mentioned... Um, the, 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 you know the, the goal was offside He did admit That they need to defend it better Is that not all Neil Lennon's doing Is that really What, what bothers you After after a game like that No 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 no, no. It, it doesn't bother me But I've seen it The whole it I've, like I've it seen it the you. whole I've seen it the whole Well it, no it doesn't it, It's the whole it, it bothers me The way he's carried on The whole season Where he's greeting and, and he's excuse After the excuse There's simply no good enough It's as simple as that Whereas I just think When you see The way Gerard handles His cell Even now we're 19 points clear The league's in the bag but he he's no shouting to the rooftops. Professional yeah. as you like. Yeah, but, but you, you, I'm sure I'm sure you would concede, Billy, that that he's perhaps learned from from previous seasons, and and there is a deliberate change in Stephen Gerrard's demeanour. I'm not saying he was classless before before anyone accuses me of that, but he's 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 deliberately calmer now, is he not? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, to, to me, he, he he's he's been calm all the time. Yeah, but well, but remember this time last year he was shouting down the lens after they won it. 
you know they beat Celtic previously. Now you're seeing a difference. Is that not just a manager that's learning? Yeah, yeah, I get that. He was excited after beating them, but that that was in in the midst of just after the final whistle went and stuff like that. But apart from that, did, did you ever hear him shouting when when we were? Uh, near the top of the table just before Christmas and stuff like that he still didn't do it you know what I mean the, the man's just a class apart and I'm so proud and so glad that he is the Rangers manager OK thank you Billy in Aloha uh, quickly Roger Gordon's got uh, David's got a question for you on Twitter he says St Mirren were not allowed to push a game with Hibs back when we had no fit keepers um, what are the panel's thoughts that Celtic were allowed to push a game back to go to Dubai double standards says David quickly we're running out of time um, quickly I wasn't in favour of it but I think it is within the rules if the two teams can't agree then it's in the league rules that go with the preference for the home team and the preference for the home team is to move it to the Monday night so why was that not an option for St Mirren I think David's question would be um, what game was that the one with the goalkeepers when they were out and they mm. had to get Bobby's Lamal they wanted the game off they didn't want the game moved right okay um, I, I did say it would have to be short and sweet we'll maybe revisit it at another point David because these two have got more in the teaser and they're fast running out of time so you're looking for three more former Rangers players you know the drill we're going back Daz is with, with Kenny Black and Daz himself going back to that era what about Ali Dawson was he Hamilton manager he was well done oh Roger and I'm thinking well the bag isn't he is Colin Miller also Hamilton manager superb Colin Miller well done and the last By the way, good response to this on Twitter as well Stephen yeah, Lyons has given it a good these go These are your pals, your teammates Biscuit Brownies has thrown a few in as well It was the last one a St Johnson manager? Uh, no, I don't think so no, I, was say, I was going to say Big John McClelland uh, No Oh, they had to shout that uh, Hearts, no um, No Championship? No Ross County Ross County, can Oh, I know, I don't know this I do uh, No, I don't who was Ross County, County manager. manager? Bobby Watson play for Rangers. Nope. Who's your Ross County manager? So you're you're this guy is better known for for team. It's not Rangers that you remember, really. I don't think when you when you first say this guy's name, that's why. Go back through them now. Kettlewell. Nah, far back. Right, think Aberdeen. Don't think Rangers. Think Aberdeen. Oh no, I'm struggling. Gives a wee clue Synonymous with Aberdeen Oh Neil, Neil Cooper Yeah Neil Cooper Well done Thank uh, you very much Roger Hanna And Gordon DL Thank you for all your calls And tweets And for those of you Who just listened quietly It was a very busy show As always Back tomorrow night From 6 For more fun and games So make sure you join us then uh, Meg McHugh is up next She will look after you For the rest of the night